0: Hello, hello. Welcome or welcome back to the Lucky Girl Guide podcast, your one-stop shop to all things wellness and good vibes. This is your host, Amritha Kanna, and I can't begin to explain how happy I am to be back and recording for you guys and talking to you. I apologize for not having an episode out last week. It was just such a hectic day for me, and I usually record on Saturdays because I like to record real time, but that Saturday was actually the anniversary of my grandma's passing. And so we were doing a little celebration for that. And it was just a very mentally draining day. And by the time I got home, it was 11.28pm. And there was just no way, no chance that I was going to make an episode for you guys, where my voice would sound really drained and tired and just not to the best that it could be. And nobody wants to hear that, so I apologize for skipping last week, but I am just so grateful for all of your support when I posted that, and all of you guys messaged me or reacted or responded in some way, and it was just so lovely to hear you guys telling me that it was okay for me to take that break and just come back for the next episode, and I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you, and I can't begin to tell you how excited I am to be back. And to hang out with you guys. So, flashback to when I asked you guys what you wanted to hear on the pod next. And just a segue make sure you're following the Lucky Girl Guide on Instagram. And I actually just started a page on TikTok for our podcast. So same username, I'll link it all down below in the show notes, but make sure you're following all my socials for the podcast. So if you want to have a say in these episodes, you can interact with my stories, interact with my posts, and just let me know what you want to hear next on the pod so that I can cater my episodes towards what you guys want and what you guys want to hear to improve yourselves. That being said, I asked you guys what you wanted to hear on the pod, and some of you, actually quite a few of you, said that they wanted tips on how to heal from a breakup, how to deal with breakups, how to end a toxic relationship, basically just everything breakup related. And I am more than happy to give you my personal tips on how I handled my breakups and how I just got out of that funk but that being said I feel like the surge in these questions that you guys are asking me is also related to cuffing season as I think we are upon cuffing season right now and to be quite honest with you I didn't even know what cuffing season was until it made a song about it like (laughs) I'm so out of the loop you guys but That being said, cuffing season usually is near the holidays, so November to December kind of timeline where people have this urge to get or find romantic partners because they want to fill that loneliness gap during the holidays or they need to have somebody to bring with them to parties that their family hosts, etc. You know, just the holiday shebang. But... It also brings a lot of breakups, and this can also do with the fact that it's almost 2024. I mean, it's almost the new year, and a lot of people tend to get rid of the things in their lives that they feel that they need to change before the new year. So it could be like lifestyle changes, it could be breakups, it could be just whatever it is. And the new year brings a lot of change. So along with that. Some change is good, some change is bad, and some change leaves you feeling so clueless and not sure about where to go next. And one of those types of changes are breakups. So I am here today to answer all your questions about breakups and give you my best tips to move on and to help you get better situated to your new lifestyle change. (laughs) So before we dive in, I just wanted to catch up with you guys a little and just check in because it has been a little over a week since I've last talked to you guys. So I just want to give you guys a little updates on how my life is going and just check in. First things first, we are going to talk about the Air Store coming to Vancouver. Okay, I am so sorry if you are not a Swifty listening to this, so I'm going to just speed through and give you a lay down of all my thoughts, but I have been through this with Ticketmaster and I am just so tired of them, but I registered 14 accounts, okay? 14 different emails and phone numbers, 14 different accounts, and i All 14 of those accounts got waitlisted and I'm just so sad about that, but I still believe in me and I still think the delusional self that I am, I think that I will get tickets and I believe that I will see her next year. So I'm just going to keep holding on to that faith and hope that I get tickets. You know what? If I failed two times, then third time's the charm okay i am so going to see the airs tour but on a nice note on a more positive note i got tickets to see tate mcrae and i am so excited about this because i have been a fan of tate since 2018 i have been watching her youtube videos since elementary school when she started her series create with tate i absolutely love how she makes her songs, how open and honest she is, her dance videos, whatever it is. That girl is phenomenal and will always be phenomenal and I'm just so excited to see her on tour next year. And I'm gonna go with my sister and a couple of our friends and it's just gonna be a blast so I cannot wait. Midterms were also this week for me and so I just had a big hectic study session. Type week, and I had a chemistry midterm, which was literally the entire course. So, everything that I learned from grade 11 to grade 12, so chapters 1 to 10 from the textbook, basically the whole course. And I am just so happy that it's finally over because now I get to spend my weekend bedazzling my tap shoes for Sharpay's audition scene in High School Musical, the musical that we're doing at school. And I'm just so over the moon about the fact that I get to tap dance in a musical because I feel like that's such a cool little character moment for me. But aside from that, I totally underestimated how hard it was or just how tedious the process was of rhinestoning anything. Like, I've seen so many TikTok videos where people try to recreate bodysuits and stuff from Taylor's Eras tour, and Taylor wears so many sparkly outfits, obviously. So there's so many rhinestones that get used, and I thought people were exaggerating when they said that it took them, like, three weeks to finish it because it's so tedious. Like, I think it took me three hours to finish such a small portion of the shoes, and man, I have so much empathy for people who rhinestone because that is crazy. That's a crazy amount of work, but it's so worth it because I'm actually obsessed with how sparkly and pretty this is. I cannot wait to show you guys on the Instagram when I'm done. All right, so let's get into the episode and let's jump into the breakup files on how to know when to end a relationship and how to heal yourself after a breakup. So to begin, I want to give you guys a little bit of background here on just my relationship history, how I got my present relationship, etc. So my freshman year of high school, I, this is really embarrassing, but my French teacher set me up with my ex-boyfriend. So we were actually put together for a presentation where we talked about our likes and interests and dislikes. And he just seemed really cool. So I reached out to him on Instagram a couple weeks after. And then we just started to talk and become really good friends. And then he actually ended up being one of my best friends for pretty much the majority of high school. Because we ended up dating for almost two years. So that was my very first serious relationship, I like to say. And my experience with that was very interesting. I learned so many lessons from my first relationship and let's just say that our relationship was not the best on the outside we looked so picture perfect and a lot of people were actually upset when we broke up because they just didn't understand what was wrong but for myself being actually part of the relationship there were just so many things that just stuck out to both of us where we decided that it was just not working for us as romantic partners and it was just so much easier to be friends and it was meant to be a friendship instead of a relationship so we took the decision to end it. I have nothing but love towards him and obviously we've both moved on but he still remains a very important part of my life. He basically designs any of the posts that i need help with he actually made my logo for this podcast as well as the soundtrack He's exceptionally talented with all creative things and i'm just so grateful to have in my life and just have this friendship but that being said we also learned from our relationship that it's so important to understand when something is not working out and take a step take a take a break from that and leave that when it's detrimental to your mental health i want to be as honest as possible on here with you guys but at the same time i in no way shape or form want to drag my ex through the mud i have nothing but respect towards him and even so it is important to acknowledge the fact that our relationship was not the healthiest it was sometimes borderline toxic for both of us and that's another thing i want to emphasize is that most of the times toxic relationships are not one person's fault i know that as humans we tend to villainize the other person that we are breaking up with or who has broken up with us to be in the wrong we tend to villainize them as the monster in the relationship I just want to remind you guys that relationships consist of two people and as much as we like to villainize the other person, we also have faults and we also contributed to the relationship failing. So it's really important to reflect on that and that'll help us to become better for our next relationship. So let's get into my tips on how to heal from a breakup as well as how to know when to leave a relationship tip number one is just in relation to knowing when to leave a relationship so tip number one is if you know that you're losing them or if they are losing interest let them go, okay? Know your worth. That's my number one tip. Know your worth and have some self-respect and self-love for you. I have been seeing this online, on social media, more and more lately and it just worries me because so many girls are just allowing their partners and whoever they're with to just Treat them in a manner that is so disgusting and disrespectful. And it just shocks me that you're okay with that. Imagine if a stranger came up to you and they just start swearing at you or belittling you and just saying things like, oh, your clothes look ugly today. You need to change that or whatever it is, right? Like, how would you feel? Because personally, I would feel very disrespected and I would let them know that. So what's the difference when somebody who claims to love us does the exact same thing to us? Like, why do we accept that? Because we need to raise our self-worth up and stop letting others treat us like garbage. We need to stop accepting this kind of treatment from people that we consider loved ones. Because if we set this example for them, then they think that it's okay to continue treating us like this. And that is not okay by any means. So if you feel that your current partner or your talking situationship, whatever it is, is disrespecting you and they are losing interest in you, then let them go. Okay? Like, They clearly do not realize your worth and your value, and you have no business dating someone or talking to someone or giving your time up for somebody who doesn't recognize that and doesn't respect your worth. And I know a lot of you are thinking right now, being like, oh, I'm never going to find somebody who, you know, respects my worth or knows my worth, and I should just settle for this person because this person treats me. As close to what I want to be treated as. And let me tell you right now, there are 7.2 billion people on this planet, probably 8 billion now. I haven't even checked the population stats, but like, there are so many people on this planet. Chances are that you are going to find yourself. An amazing person out there who is going to accept you and who knows your worth and who's going to treat you like the queen you are. And you do not need to settle for this person who doesn't give two shits about you. You do not need to spend your time with those people. Those people are a waste of your time and your energy and your resources. I promise you that the perfect person for you is out there somewhere and you will never find them if you're with the wrong person. So please just trust your gut. And it's so true when they say that when a person shows you who they really are, you better believe them. Because if they aren't making you feel like warm, fuzzies, sunshine, glitter, kitten, sparkles, then you need to leave. Tip number two is to spend time with yourself. When my past relationship ended, I found myself spending a lot of time in self-isolation, which wasn't the easiest because I am a very social person and I thrive in social settings. But when I lost my relationship, I didn't have that. My relationship being almost two years long, It actually alienated me from a lot of my existing friend groups and I lost a lot of friends during that time and so did my ex. And so it just wasn't the best for both of us. But coming out of that relationship and getting back into my friend groups was not the easiest. It makes sense, right? Like if you are so used to going So long without a particular friend present in a friend group, when that friend is once again available to hang out, it's just so difficult to fit them in and catch them up on all that they've missed. So it definitely takes quite some time to incorporate yourself back into friend groups if you have missed out on that due to your relationship. So the best thing that I found to help me was to get more acquainted with myself. So instead of forcing myself onto other friend groups and trying to fit myself back into the lifestyle and the friend groups that I was used to having, I made it a point to just take myself out on dates, get to know myself better, get to see what I want in my life and who I want to surround myself with. And I really viewed this as a fresh start in so many ways where I didn't have to worry about going back to who i was before my breakup and honestly i tried so hard to go back to who i was before my breakup it was quite literally my biggest struggle after my relationship ended i wanted to go back to how free and how happy i was before my relationship but i can't do that and you have to accept that you will never be able to go back to where you were before because you've changed Because of this relationship, you've grown and you've learned so many lessons and you don't want to go back because you would never be the person that you are today without that. And I understand that that's a really weird concept to some people because, especially people with mental illness, like I have borderline personality disorder. And if anybody tells me that, oh, you've gone through all of this and you've, this having BPD has made you stronger. No, it didn't. Me going to therapy, me working on myself, me wanting to make my life better has made me stronger. Dealing with trauma and going through trauma did not in any way, shape or form make me stronger. But in this case, in a relationship, going through those experiences with this particular person, going through a relationship where it taught you something so great about yourself did make you stronger. And you have to remember that. So taking yourself out on those dates and getting acquainted with your new self that you've become thanks to this relationship is so crucial to figuring out what you want for yourself with this fresh new start and in helping you with this healing process. Tip number three is to reflect on your relationship. And I say this because, like I said before, a lot of us tend to villainize the person in our relationship for being the reason that it's over. And I understand that this is such a normal way of coping and, you know, healing from whatever process that we've just been through. Even I did that, don't get me wrong. But let me tell you that it doesn't help at all. It's not helpful to have a grudge towards this person, whether it was a situationship, whether it was a long-term relationship, whatever it was, it's not helpful because you fell in love with them for a reason, right? Like you were attracted to them for a reason and they have so many good qualities and you don't want to diminish that. Yes, if they treated you wrong, if they, you know, didn't respect you, those are amazing reasons to be mad at someone and to, you know, distance yourself, but you do not need to have a grudge against them forever reflect on the relationship that you've had with that other person and try to see what you were taught in that relationship so that you can treat them with you know the respect that you will give them because you are the better person in this situation even if they treated you like absolute crap you are going to be the better person and you are going to continue treating them in the best way possible post breakup whatever it is because Then they'll realize just how much of a good person you are and you will come off for the better. This mindset also allowed me to deal with the circumstances concerning my past relationship and to deal with them maturely. So I constantly get told how well I handled the whole scenario of my relationship ending, just like the situation that led up to it. But I have to credit that to this mindset, and I have to credit that to always wanting the best for everybody, even if they didn't treat me the best. So, allowing that mentality to sit in your head, even if you've been treated horribly, is a really dignified way of dealing with breakups. But then again, like I'm not telling you to just, you know, be completely nice to everybody that treated you wrong. That is not what I mean by this at all. It means respecting yourself enough to understand that, you know, they've taught you a lesson. You've learned your lesson. Now you need to place your boundaries and move on. And you do not need to look back. You do not need to owe anybody else an explanation. But it's not worth holding a grudge over that other person. It's just better to let it go and move on. Tip number four is to have a good support system. I... I'm just realizing right now that it's almost like three days away from the anniversary of my almost two-year relationship ending. And not only that, but it's also the same week that my grandma passed away a year ago. So what I'm telling you guys is that I lost my almost two-year relationship very close to it. I'm just going to say two-year relationship, but two-year relationship one day before my grandma passed away and I loved my grandma to death losing my grandma was more painful than losing this relationship on so many different counts but losing them both in the same week and then also getting my period like I was having the worst luck that week but what really truly made a difference in my recovery and in just remembering that period of my life with so much more happiness and love than I ever thought I would be, is having a good support system. My biggest supporter, (laughs) the person that I always went to during that period of crisis in my life was, and is, my current boyfriend, Sam. I love him to death, and he basically gave me all his tips and his insights into recovering and just like dealing with all these painful emotions that I was going through because he's gone through very similar situations and I just really appreciated having him in my life and I always do obviously I talk about him a lot on the pod but I appreciate him so much but alongside that I also was blessed to have such a wonderful group of friends that I found and that I made in my school's musical. I decided to do the school musical last year for the very first year of my life and that truly changed my life and truly was the best thing that I've ever done based on just how much I needed those people in my life during this period of time and how well they were able to show up for me every single time when I needed them just having a good support system is truly the make or break of healing after a relationship being over. It's just such a game changer just having these people that you can rely on and just they can support you whether it's therapy, a chat, just a hug when you need it. That presence in your life is going to impact your healing positively and My fifth tip in relation to that is to find something to immerse yourself in. So, some kind of like catharsis for your emotions. For me, it was definitely the school musical. We did High Fidelity last year and I just thought it was really funny because the storyline was very similar to what I was going through personally in my life. Losing my relationship and then losing a loved one. For Laura in the musical, it was her dad and losing Rob, like ending her relationship with Rob. But for me, it was losing my grandma and ending my relationship with my ex. And so it was just a very centered experience to my life where I could really dig deep and let all my emotions out and I got to play Liz so I got to yell at Rob and that felt very cathartic for me to yell at a person on stage for very similar reasons to why I would potentially yell at my ex which I didn't but you know it was just a very good way of releasing my emotions and I highly recommend that you guys find some sort of cathartic activity to release your emotions and truly heal and truly find joy in this activity and my last tip because we gotta cut it short here I could talk about this topic for hours but my last tip is if you are open to this if you are open and you want that idea of closure in a relationship ending once you have healed My best tip for you is to have an open conversation around five to six months later after you've both healed and you've had time to think about your relationship and just look for closure. That could be, you know, becoming friends and having that little bond of friendship and knowing that you can rely on this person if anything goes wrong because they've known you for so long. Or that could be just saying your goodbyes and realizing that you both had a really good time together but it's time to move on. Whatever it is for you, for me, it involved just going through everything, talking about all these difficult subjects that was hard to bring up during the healing process of our breakup. But it resulted in ending it all off with a really lovely friendship where I can go to my ex and just ask him for anything. And he's always willing to help me out. And I am so grateful for that. So it's really something that I would tell you guys to look at and just consider obviously it's not for everyone i get it sometimes you just want to block your ex and move on and never talk to them again but if there's potential for a friendship just go and talk to them and learn about how they saw your relationship because again you view something completely different from how somebody else views it And hearing both sides of how your relationship was like is going to give you so much more valuable insight that you can use for your other relationships. And trust me, I know that it seems so daunting and it seems like a lot to just end this relationship or to deal with a new change in your life and not have somebody that you've counted on for so long there in your life anymore and not have them present. But I promise you that you will start finding your way and things will get easier as time moves on. It's been almost a year since I lost my old relationship and I moved on from it. But I now have my old friend groups back. I am happier than ever. And I am doing the things that I love to do, which I probably might have never been able to do if I was still in that past relationship. So... Trust me, I know that things seem impossible and confusing and just so daunting right now, but your life is about to get so much better and there are so many things out there waiting for you to discover. And for everyone who's listening, who is currently going through a relationship that they're not fully happy in or dealing with a breakup or healing from a breakup, I am rooting for you and I promise you that... That the second you start making the choices for your own happiness and start taking care of yourself and following these tips and healing, you are going to become a much better version of yourself. And this relationship, whatever relationship that you're in, I promise you that there is a lesson to be learned from it. So just reflect on it, heal from it, and use what you've learned To better yourself in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lucky Girl Guide. I am just so happy to have you guys here. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a rate and review. It'll help the show out more than you know. It's just amazing. And I enjoy reading each and every one of your ratings and reviews so much. So, That being said, there's also a Google form linked below in the show notes where you can post all your thoughts and feedback on every episode that you listen to, as well as what you want to hear on the pod next. And my socials and the podcast socials are also all linked in the show notes below as well. That is it for me, and I hope that you will come and tune in and hang out with me next Sunday. Bye, guys. (music) Thank <music> you.